would turn with me to the book of Ruth, chapter 1. Ruth, chapter 1. I'm going to read verses 6 and 7 in the NLT. Then we'll pick up in the King James Version in verse 14. Ruth 1. Verse 6 says, Then Naomi heard in Moab that the Lord had blessed his people in Judah by giving them good crops again. So Naomi and her daughter-in-law, both of them got ready to leave Moab to return to her homeland. With her two daughters-in-law, she set out from the place where she had been living. And they took the road that would lead them back to Judah. Again, it says, She set out from the place where she had been living. And they took the road that would lead them back to Judah. Skipping down to verse 14. It says, And they lifted up their voice and wept again. And Orpah kissed her mother-in-law, but Ruth clave unto her. And she said, Behold, thy sister-in-law is gone back unto her people and unto her gods. Return thou after thy sister-in-law. And Ruth said, Entreat me not to leave thee or to return from following after thee. For whither thou goest, I will go. And where thou lodgest, I will lodge. Thy people shall be my people and thy God my God. Where thou diest will I die, and there will I be buried. The Lord do so to me, and more also, if aught but death part thee and me. Skipping down to verse 20, it says, And she said unto them, Call me not Naomi, call me Mara, for the Almighty hath dealt very bitterly with me. I went out full, and the Lord hath brought me home again empty. Why then call ye me Naomi, seeing the Lord hath testified against me, and the Almighty hath afflicted me? Tonight, for just a little while, I want to talk to you on a road that leads you back to praise. A road that leads you back to praise. Can we go to the Lord in prayer right now? Lord, we love you. God, I thank you for your spirit that is in this place tonight. God, surely your almighty hand is in this place. God, I pray that you would rest it upon these lips of clay right now. God, that you would pour out your anointing from the top of my head to the sole of my feet. God, this is your word. God, I pray, Lord, that you would speak this word to every heart and soul in this place tonight. God, that we would leave changed, being better because we've been in your presence. God, and that those outside these four walls would take knowledge that we have been with you. God, and we give you glory and honor and praise tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. If you promise to preach with me and worship, you can be seated tonight. Amen. Many of us know the word Judah means praise. If you did not know that, well, now you can go home and look it up for yourself so you don't think that I'm lying to you. But the word Judah means praise. Now I understand today that 
If there's a scholar in the building, they would probably say that what I am preaching today is not hermeneutically correct. That the women in our story were going back to the land of Judah, not a place of praise per se. And I would say you are absolutely right. That is, that is the literal meaning behind the scripture. However, when you see what Naomi, Ruth, and Orpah have just gone through, you quickly see Naomi and Ruth going back to Judah. And how significant it was that it led them back to a place of praise and restoration. They were hurt, discouraged, and felt defeated. But this, thankfully, was not the end of their story. When they turned, the Bible says they took the road that would lead them back to Judah. Or for our thought today, the road that would lead them back to praise. Naomi no doubt had some frustrations. She was probably angry at how things had turned out and how things were handled. She even wanted to be called by a different name because she felt that God had dealt bitterly with her. Had anybody ever been there before? You just didn't understand why God could do some of the things that He does. And we have questions and with no answers. And we have all been there before. We've all been to the place where we ask, why, God? We have all been to the place that Brother Buddy mentioned of David this morning. God, how come it seems like the wicked are prospering? Why would you allow my husband and my boys to die. And when you are bitter, you know very much it is hard to praise. When you are hurt, it takes a whole lot more to lift your hands and to lift your voice. When you come in wounded, you don't feel like getting at an altar and praying. When you feel down and discouraged and feel like no one is there, you don't feel like getting up and worshiping when they're singing about great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. But they had heard that the Lord was giving good crops and God was blessing in Judah. The Lord was blessing in praise. When things in your life are not adding up, when you feel all hope is gone, remember there is blessing when you praise. There is freedom in praise. The Bible says that we impact ourselves so much that when we praise we're actually taking vengeance out against our enemy but although she was hurt Naomi knew I can't stay in this place any longer I can't live like this any longer it has been too long it is time for me to get back to praise if God is blessing I want to be where he is blessing if God is moving, I want to be where He is moving. So my daughters, it has been real and it has been fun, but it has not been real fun. I am getting out of here and I am getting back to where I should be. The scripture said she set out from the place where she had been living. Some of us have been in that same position. We've been living in a place for far too long. We've been in the same state for far too long. And we have to have that same mindset of Naomi that says, I can't be here any longer. There's somewhere else I need to be. 
But her life did not start here, but somehow she ended up here. But she had had enough. Hurt was haunting her heart, and she could not do it any longer. She lost her husband and her two sons. Her whole life was devoted to those three, and now they were gone. Her praise had been sucked right out of her, and she became sorrowful. But she knew she could not stay in her self-pity. She knew she could not wallow in her hurts. She said God had dealt bitterly with her. But she heard he was pouring out his blessing in Judah. I know right now where I am at, I am bitter. I know right now in this place that I am currently living, I am hurting and I am upset and I am frustrated. But it is not about my current position. It is not about my current circumstance. What matters is that God is pouring out his blessings in Judah. What matters is what is just down the road if I can just get myself to get to that place. It doesn't matter what happened yesterday. It doesn't matter what happened the day before that because what's done is done. But, but I've heard through the grapevine that God is giving them crops. I've heard through, through Sister Sally that God is blessing greatly in Judah. So I must return back to Judah. We can't control the circumstances of life, but we can control how we respond to them. So what do you do when life and, and all that's going on around you seems to crumble? What do you do when you feel like all hope is gone and you are tired of the place you are living? You move. She got up and said, I am going down the road that leads me to Judah. She had made her decision. She drew a line in the sand and said, I am going to Judah. She turns to her two daughter-in-laws who are not far from Judah and tells them, this is where we say goodbye. This is where I leave you, girls, and you go back to who you used to be. Because you see, you came from a different place than me. You probably don't want the life that I have had. It is a life that has brought many blessings, but it is also a life that has brought many heartaches and pain. At least if you go back home, you will have family there. At least you will have support and those around you that know who you are. Naomi, no doubt, desired that they come with her and not return to the idolatry in Moab. But if they went with her, she didn't want them going on her account. Because those that go with the flow of religion only to oblige their friends or family will be converts of small value. So now the girls are placed in a position where they must decide which road they will take. They must decide, as many of us have time and time again in our life, come to a crossroad where we had to decide, I'm either going to go home or I'm going to go to praise. I'm either going to go to what I'm used to or I'm going to go to worship. I've got to make that decision. One road is a road home. It is a road they are used to. It is a road that is normal to them and common and status quo. It is a place where they can blend in and live unchanged. They can forget the last few years of their life. They can forget the family prayer meetings that they had. 
They can forget the God that they saw Naomi serving. They can forget the God that took them so far. They can forget all of that and go back to their own gods. And go back to who they used to be. Or there is another road. A road that leads to praise. A road that will have its challenges. A road that takes you places you have never been before. A road that leads you to blessings. And when you get to this place, you can't live the way you used to live. It is a culture shock and you don't really fit in. It is not what you are used to. You now serve the God instead of just a God. Neither road guarantees a risk-free life. Both roads have mountains. Both paths have problems and both directions have distractions but one takes you back to who you used to be and one takes you to who you can be no one can make this decision for you you have to decide i'm either going to live my life the same that it's always been i'm either going to put this in reverse and go back to who i used to be and forget the reason i'm here tonight or i'm going to go down that road and i'm going to have to do some changing I'm going to have to step it up a little bit and go a little bit further. I can go down the road that takes me home or the road that takes me higher. I can go down the road that takes me to common or I can go down the road that's going to lead me to the cross. So Orpah ponders her decision as she walks beside Naomi and Ruth. And she makes her decision as she is going to part of the journey but then turns around and heads back home. You see, many are willing to start the journey. But many, like Orpah, think the price is too much and they turn and walk the other direction. The Bible says that Orpah returned to her gods. Plural. You see, when you take this road, it is full of gods. The gods of food, the gods of lust, the gods of entertainment. Here a God, there a God, everywhere a God. Men professing to be God. People thinking they themselves are God. Orpah was turning to a world that was greatly deceived. It sounds very much like our world today. The Bible says that there would come a generation where every man did that which he thought was right in his own eyes. He was given an option. He was given a path to take, a choice to make, and he did what was right in his own eyes. Orpah knew exactly what she was going back to. Orpah knew when she turned around and looked back to who she used to be, and she began to walk back towards home. She knew what she was getting herself into. She had counted the cost. She knew what she was about to embark upon. And she might as well have been turned into a pillar of salt herself. For Second Peter 2 and 21 says, For it had been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than after they have known it, to turn from the holy commandment delivered unto them. What a powerful scripture. That he would rather you never hear about him and hear about righteousness and hear about truth 
than to be here on a pew and live for God and then tomorrow say, you know what, I don't think I can go down this road any longer. I'm going to turn around and go back home. I've been doing this Christian thing and this God thing for way too long and and nothing has really changed. I'm still the same me. I still have the same problems. I still fight the same demons. I'm just going to throw in the towel and walk away and return home because it's really not worth all of this. It's really not worth all that I'm going through and, and I feel like it's a losing battle. Jesus said he would rather that person never have known it to begin with. We, re- we must remember it is not how far we have come, but it is how far we are willing to go. The Orpahs in our world have a value and affection for Christ, yet come short of salvation because they will not forsake other things for Him. I read a story of some monkeys that said that in the jungle when they wanted to catch a monkey, they would take a coconut and drill a hole in it just big enough to put in a sweet-smelling fruit inside. The monkey will then come and put his hand inside of the coconut. He desires that forbidden fruit. But the hole was just large enough for the fruit, not the fruit and the monkey's hand. But the monkey continues to pull and tries to figure a way to get the fruit out. Even when he hears his captors coming, he refuses to let go. His desire for other things, his desire for the forbidden thing was so great, it leads to his captivity. Home is where her heart was. And the scripture said, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. So when Orpah chose to go back home, her treasures was on her God's. Her treasure was who she used to be. Her treasure was on that forbidden fruit that she just couldn't let go of. The Orpahs, they love him, yet they leave him because they do not love him enough to let the other things go. A God was going to be worshipped that day. A God was going to be sought after. Everyone is going to worship a God. We were created to be worshipers. Atheists can say they believe whatever, they don't believe whatever, but they worship something. It may not be a God that we serve, the God we serve. It may not be a God that the church down the road might serve, but they're going to worship something. They're going to serve something. Just as a bird was created to fly and rivers were created to flow, we were created for worship. The question for you is who or what will be the object of your worship? There's going to be a road and you will either worship gods or God. But Ruth did something crazy. Ruth did something against the grain. Because you see, the most natural path in the world is to adopt the gods of our parents as Orpah did. But Ruth chose the God she had discovered. The God that showed himself through Naomi every day. Ruth's conversion is a testimony of God's grace. Her background was against her. For she was from Moab where they worshipped other gods. Her circumstances were against her. 
and couldn't have made her bitter against God. But there was something about Naomi's God. But people tend to follow the gods of their fathers. Joshua asked God's people if they were just going to default to the gods of their forefathers. We raise our children in the faith we have or the lack thereof. And we may not do so consciously, but we are constantly erecting idols in our homes and teaching our children about who or what is worthy of our worship. Elijah went before the prophets of Baal and they also knew there is a God. There is going to be somebody today that we leave here worshiping because you're going to worship something. So so we're going to do a little test here. If Baal, if he be God, then follow him. But if the Lord, if he be God, then follow him. And there was something, even in Naomi, something that was unlike the madness of Moab that she was accustomed to. Whatever it was, Ruth had never seen anything like it. And Ruth wanted it. Have you ever been to a restaurant before and they bring a plate of food and they bring it and it looks so wonderful and they set it at the table next to you and everybody's talking about it. Everybody's chowing down on it, talking about how good it is. How wonderful it is. You should get this next time. I'm going to get this the next time I come back. And you're sitting over there not really knowing what you were going to order yet. But you see what they've got going on over there. You hear the talk. You, you see what, how great it looks. You may not know anything about it. You may not know what's on it. But you say, I'll have what they're having. I don't know what you've got going on here, Naomi, but there is something there that I want. I've heard people talking about it. I've heard about this God that you serve, and the gods that I serve didn't really do much for me. The gods that I serve have brought me to the same place that your God has brought you. But I've heard also that your God is blessing in Judah. So if that's where you're going, don't think that you're leaving here without me. If you're going down a road that leads you to praise, you better believe I'm coming with you. Because I too have been bitter for far too long. I too have been in a bad place for far too long. But today I go with you. Today I go on a road that's going to lead me back to praise. C.S. Lewis said this. Creatures are not born with desires unless satisfaction for those desires exists. A baby feels hunger. Well, there is such thing as food. A duckling wants to swim. Well, there is water. He said, if I find myself a desire which no experience in this world can satisfy, the most probable explanation is that I was made for another world. When you have been out there and you have done all that there is to do, You've been to every scene. You've, you've seen it all, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And there is still a desire in your spirit for something greater. There is still a void in your heart that you cannot seem to fill. There, perhaps you should get on the road that leads you to praise. How many of us have been Orpahs without realizing it? And we have walked down roads that led us to our God's. We have ended up in a place where we worship creations 
instead of the Creator. But Ruth said, Naomi, I know you are hurt right now, but there is something different about you. And maybe I don't know what it is yet, but you better believe I am coming with you to find out. Your people shall be my people, and your God shall be my God. Well, you don't understand all about my God. I don't have to understand everything about your God. I've seen him work miracles through you. I've seen him make ways where there was no ways. I've seen him heal when, when there was no other options available. I've seen too much, Naomi. I've heard too much, and I'm coming with you. If the road that you're about to embark on is going to take you to where he is, then I'm going to come with you. Then I want to go. This road isn't wide enough for multiple gods. The road back to praise understands there is one true and living God. I don't care what my family said. I don't care what Orpah has decided. I am coming with you. It may just be me and you, honey, but we are walking down a road back to Judah. We are going where God is moving. Where he goes, I will follow. And if he goes left, I want to go left. If he goes right, I want to go right. If he's down at the altar, then that's right where I want to be. I want to be right there in the middle of it all. If he goes outside, then I want to walk outside. If he shows up at the church down the road, then I want to get in my car and drive down the church, down the road, and I want to experience wherever he is at. God is not limited to this building, folks. God is not limited to these four walls. He can be in a home Bible study and begin to move. And somebody said, hey, if that's where God's going to be on Tuesday night, then that's where I want to be. I don't care what I've got to do. I don't care what road we have to go down. I know there's going to be trials. I know there's going to be struggles. But if God is there, then that's right where I want to be. So Ruth travels with Naomi, not really knowing what to expect. But God begins to work. And God begins blessing her with wheat. The food that they needed to make it. Boaz even tells his men to purposely drop good wheat to make sure she is taken care of. Yet she was an outcast. Yet she was a Gentile. She didn't fit in. She wasn't supposed to be there. But God was taking care of her. So we know now that the road to praise brings provision. When they didn't know how they were going to make it, God made a way. When she didn't know if she would ever find love again, Boaz marries her and takes care of her. She then would later give birth to a little baby boy named Obed, who would be the grandfather of David. Jesus came from the lineage of this woman named Ruth. A young girl who wanted to do the right thing when it would have been easy to do the wrong thing. A young girl who had to decide which direction she would go. Don't think God doesn't see you on your journey, young Ruth. Don't think that it's just you and Naomi and no more. It is a road less traveled. I'm not going to lie. Not many are willing to go down that road. Not many are willing to leave their gods. Many are not willing to leave their families and, and make this journey. And many are not willing to get out in the fields 
and work. But many, many have blazed the trail of Orpha. Many have walked down the road that takes them back home to who they used to be. Many go back to the old things and the old ways and the old habits. Many go back to the old lifestyle that they thought that they were free from. Few have been willing to travel down the road that leads you to praise. Scripture says, like a dog that returns to his vomit. You read that and you don't even want to talk about it. But you find out what it means and when a dog returns to what he spit up just a few days ago, a few hours ago, I got interested and I did a study on it and I read about it. That dog goes back because he knows if he ever goes hungry, there's a cheap fix right in the backyard. If he ever is searching for something and doesn't know how he's going to make that next step, it's an easy way to go back to who he used to be. It's easy to go back to the old things. It's easy to go back to what we had a few days ago. But I'm looking for somebody today that says, I don't want to go down that road. I don't want to go back to what I got rid of a few days ago. I want something new. I want something fresh. And Ruth had never experienced what she was about to experience in all of this. When God became her God, he began to show himself to her. He began to be hers just as he was Naomi's. Saul was on a road heading somewhere else. But God stopped him along his way. Spoke to him from heaven. And I don't know what was all said that day, but I do know Saul had a choice. I can continue to go down this road I am going down that will only lead to destruction. Not just destruction of God's people, but at some point it will be the end of me as well. Or, or, that means there's another way. That means there's another option. I love that God gives me a choice. That I don't have to continue going the way I was going, but he can stop me on my way to do some damage to myself and to others and say, hold on, there is another way. There is a different road. It's going to lead you somewhere, but not to the place that you originally thought you were going. Or I can get up, I can shake the dust from myself, and I can go and preach the gospel. I can lead the road of persecution and I can detour down a road that will lead me to praise. I don't have to be Saul anymore, but when I leave here, I'm a new man. When I go down this road to praise, I'm no longer Saul. Don't call me by who I used to be. Call me Paul. Call me Paul because I'm a new man. I'm on a new journey. I'm heading to a place called praise. I'm heading to a place where I'm going to preach the word of God. I'm going to see blinded eyes open. I'm going to see the deaf here. I'm going to see the lame walk. Orpah turns and leaves and her name was never again mentioned in scripture. 
Ruth said, I want your people to be my people. And I want your God to be my God. I don't care what everyone else around me does. I want to take this road with you. Many of us have been to these roads before. In fact, many of us approach these roads quite often. Some of us approach these roads every day. And we have to decide. I can either choose to go down a road that's going to lead me back to praise. Or I can take the road that's going to take me back to what I used to be. I come and I lay my life down on an altar Sunday night and I say, God, I don't want to do this anymore. God, I've got to get out of this place that I'm in. I want to be changed. And God does what he does and he touches us. And we leave and we feel brand new and we feel excited and we begin the journey down the road back to praise. But before Monday's even over with, we look back on Sunday. We look back at who we used to be on Saturday and Friday And something just seems to pull us back. Destiny is not a matter of chance. It is a matter of choice. It is not a thing to be waited for. It is a thing to be achieved. Can we stand all across this house tonight? Perhaps some of you here tonight feel like Naomi. You've not been down the road that leads you back to praise in a long time. Perhaps the last time you were there, things were great, but since you've left, bitterness has crept in. Hurts and frustrations have made their way into your life. Perhaps you feel like the Lord has dealt bitterly with you. Perhaps the only reason you are heading back at this point is because there is nowhere else for you to go. But you cannot stay in the same place you have been living. So you make up your mind to go down the road that will lead you back to Judah. Maybe you feel like Orpah tonight. You are heading down this road to praise, but you have already made up your mind tonight that you are going to go back and... Go back to what you're accustomed to. You don't necessarily want to be who you used to be, but you are afraid of who you may become if you stay on this road. Or maybe you feel like Ruth tonight. You don't know how much you can go. You don't know much about Judah. You don't know why God would choose to do some of the things he does but there is something you feel and you want it one made a really good choice that day one did it just because it was the thing to do and one went back and took the easy way out and said I'll just go go be who I used to be I'll go to the places I used to go. I'll do the things that I used to do because that's what I know. But thank God that there was a young lady. A young lady that had a desire in her heart, not really knowing much about it, but said, you know what? I want your God. I want what you've got. I wish to God we could be a light in this city. In our world, that when others see us, even when we may be down and discouraged, even when we may be hurt, 
they still say, hey, there's just something different about you. I don't know what it is yet. I, I don't know what's all on the plate you've got there. I don't know what all God has done for you and prepared for you there. But I want what you've got. I want what you've got and your people to be my people and your God to be my God. But there's a road to choose and we must choose wisely. I don't know that this is fact. It's not in your King James Version Bible. Jewish historians have said, That Orpah's son was Goliath. Orpah's son was Goliath. And David was Ruth's great-grandson. Two totally different paths created two totally different people. One a hero, one a villain. One dead, one victorious. Your choice does matter. Your choice is significant. Can we lift our hands across this house right now? Lord, we need you tonight. God, I pray tonight that you would enter into this place. God, I pray right now, Lord, that you would help us, God. God, as we step, God, into a place, Lord, perhaps we have never been before. God, we begin a journey, God, that you're going to lead us back to praise. God, you're going to get us to a place of worship again. God, I've been bitter, I've been hurt, I've been abused, but I can't stay here any longer. God, I'm getting up from the place that I've been living. God, and I'm going down this road that's going to lead me back to Judah. God, I've heard that you're there and I want to have you back. God, I left God full, but now I am empty. Oh, God, so I return back to you again, God. Oh, needing a refilling. Oh, I need your blessings, God. I need you today. Oh, I open these altars tonight for anyone that wants to make that choice tonight. That anyone that is at that place tonight at that crossroads. You say, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I've, I, I've got to get to praise. I've got to get to Judah. I've got to get to that place where my joy is restored. 